Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Welcome one, welcome all. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Hello, hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome back. Well, we have Freedom Project Academy around here, in case you didn't know. It is our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school. And right now, at this very moment, it is enrolling for the fall. It's just humming right along there. Hmm. But we want you to join in all the fun that we have around here. So get some information. All you have to do is go to freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. We'll send you a free information packet. And, of course... When you decide to enroll your student here, your students, maybe you have more than one, make sure you put in the code EDUCATED so then we get some brownie points because we always love brownie points, even though we always win, David, don't we? We crush everyone else. But anyway, we have a Christian couple in London who has taken their child's elementary school to court after claiming the school forced the four-year-old to participate in all kinds of rainbow pride events, including a parade. And you won't believe what the judge said in the end, David. An LGBT activist parade. We had a story just a few weeks ago, I think, where a kid was forced to be in a class and watch a mock lesbian wedding or something like that. Eh. Anyway, they all kind of run together. Yes, they do. But this was a Christian couple, um, Montagues, I believe, over in London. Now, here's what the judge said. First of all, there's the headline, and it pretty much explains it. Mother of a four-year-old... Forced to participate in LGBT ritual vows uh, or vows to appeal judges ruling in discrimination suit. So the judge ruled against the parents and he claimed that the activist ritual did not advance LGBT issues over other lifestyle forms and was actually aligned with their Christian beliefs. Wait, what? Okay. Uh, He also underlined the importance of teaching LGBT issues in schools to ensure that, quote, those who adhere to that lifestyle receive favorable treatment. That's the judge. Here's the video. This was not a fair trial. This was not somebody who was looking at it from a fair and, and, and basis of a parent. I went in there and I was under fire. I was questioned, I was interrogated, I was basically told what I should be thinking, what I should feel sorry for, and at no point did I ever see the same feelings towards the head teacher. I was quite shocked. I believed at the time the school was quite proud of its LGBT stance. It wanted to celebrate it, it was Pride Month, it was something that they felt very proud of. And even in, in um, response to the complaint, the school wrote back and said, this is something that, you know, everybody's doing. There's nothing wrong with celebrating LGBT. Well, we get into the courtroom now and all of a sudden, nope, there was no LGBT. LGBT was just a mere mention of it that some people come from different, you know, families. Wow. What happened to tolerance, Oh, no. Katie? No. Uh, I guess okay. not when it comes to Christian beliefs and individuals, and in this case, parents. So, according to the London-based nonprofit Christian Concern, um, the Heavens—I'm sorry—the Heavers Farm Primary School in South London held a Pride celebration in 2018. 
parents were notified of the event only a few days in advance with a rainbow-colored invitation to attend, oh. of course. And ahead of the event, young students were reportedly taught popular gay anthems, which they were ultimately uh, tasked with singing while marching around the school to prepare for the event. Yep. This is how See, they do it. So it's not, it's not just the event it's the build-up and lead-up, yep. the promotion of all things LGBTQ and pride. This, if, if the LGBT community does one thing well, it's marketing. Yes. It, it, and yes. It, that's exactly how it convinces you, and by you, I mean that loosely the universal you, like all of every brand company, every school, all the politicians. It's, well, if everyone else is doing it, I better jump on this wagon too. And so they do their marketing by these apparently uh what did it say rainbow f colored invitations and all that and they send that out and it's popular and you saw in the video it said it was, oh well everyone's doing it and and they're saying that this was the you know they're gay anthems and they're popular and all. because they say it's popular that must mean it's right and we must go by it that's what they're saying and that judge even made it seem like in the commentary that well, this is, I mean, this is actually what Christians believe too, didn't you know? It's, that's what all the cool Christians believe. Wow. You got to be popular as well with them. And that's where we're at. Right, right. In addition to the school's lesson plan, by the way, the, the school's lesson plan, they were, kids were told to, uh, they were required to create rainbow-themed art. And you heard that right, the school's lesson plan uh, held out as an assignment to show support for the diverse, the equitable, the inclusive, Katie Petrick, LGBT community. So we've got a 38-year-old mom asking that her son be excused from participating in the ritual uh, since she was concerned with him being involved in a public display of adherence to views which she did not accept. So if you're a Christian, conservative, Judeo-Christian, if you have a biblical worldview and you don't believe your children should be subjected to these views because you don't accept them, that's your personal choice. That's, uh-uh, no, no, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. But here's the interesting thing, Katie. Also in this article, I found an interesting word. Um, according to this Christian mom, uh, school staff and administrators became hostile. Of course. Toward her. Why? Because she was questioning. Oh, I thought questioning was a good oh, thing. I'm so questioning. confused as they I thought all questioning are. was questioning part of the was a good thing. I don't know. alphabet soup. Nope, not anymore. No? Where's the tolerance for I'm questioning? So Since we're talking about London, um, <laughs> I do know overall in all of England and all of the UK for that matter, there are a lot of Muslim families. Yes. So did they also have to make sure that they were all about this? Oh boy, you're gonna open up, up the a gay can here. in the pride parades, or because it's only the Christians <laughs> who had an issue that yeah, um, they are the hostile ones. Who's? Yeah, I don't just, think you, I just you wonder. Would, I just you, wonder. You would force Muslims to go along with pride parades and gay themed activities. No, 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 no. I'm just wondering. I think they know better. And uh, if they did object, they would say, oh, okay, your kids are excluded. But if you're a Christian, uh, it's just kind of like you're allowed to discriminate against these parents or and, these families. Yeah. And of course, the, the simple fact that this is being shoved down the throats 
of the four-year-olds shows you exactly how much worse it probably is at the older ages. Now, uh, Mrs. Montague did say, and you indicated that she will appeal the perverse judgment which has made the evidence fit with the school's agenda. End yeah. quote from, the, from her. So we'll have to wait and see on that one, I guess. Well, the judge is on board. Oh, yes, yes. You know, all things LGBTQ, just keep on, keep that locomotive going, plowing through the culture, plowing through the countries, the continents. <laughs> Still to come, though, this is interesting. We've reported on Alfred Kinsey before, and now Indiana University's famed sexologist, his research center, the center named after him, developed by the child abuser, is finally having their purse strings cut. What? Cut public funding? All I can say is it's about time. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. It's about time. It is about time. Now, you may have never have actually heard of Alfred Kinsey, but if you watch this show or Christ and Culture with <laughs> David Fiorazzo, you certainly have. Yep. Um, but you have certainly, certainly been affected by his thoughts and his beliefs. Now, he was known as the father of the sexual revolution. Um, he has said that, you know, babies can have orgasms and that uh, child rape actually will benefit victims, you know, children yes and uh wow. hey pedophilia a-okay in his book and by the way everyone is bisexual did i david is there anything else you'd like to add very quickly before yeah. we continue on yeah here? basically the focus of the sex research is to prove that human beings are sexual animals from birth no age restrictions, no age limits. Aha, you see, open the door for consent and pedophilia. This is part of the plan. He was a, a socialist, atheist. He was a, a child pedophile, and um, he did a lot of damage. I mean, he, his work between Margaret Sanger and Alfred Kinsey, they really set the stage for the government-run sex education that we've seen today and the dumbing down of America, but also the grinding down of morality. Let me just quote something you, don't, you probably aren't aware of because this issue is about the governor. Thank you. Finally, someone did this, um, defunded this institute, but um, Republican Governor Eric Holcomb signed a two-year budget bill. Finally, he, he basically vetoed the ongoing funding. He said, no, I think we should finally put a stop to this. And there's been a lot of blowback here. But let me just share with you what's known as Table 34. There's the Kinsey Institute uh, funded by Indiana University and has been for many decades. Um, so along with his 1953 book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, there's, it contains documentation that word is correct, of children's orgasms. And this is child abuse. What they did was they experimented. They called it research 
unmonitored, unscientific, and they did it on uh, adults, on prostitutes, on prison inmates, on the homeless, on children. What, let's just say a four-year-old, what four-year-old's parent in the 1940s would give permission to let their child be experimented on, Katie? So this, this defunding, I'm going, well, thank you, sir. God bless them, the Republican governor there in Indiana. But what happened to all the previous decades of governors? And this is just horrific if you want to look more into the Kinsey Institute and who he was. Yeah, there's a lot to, to go into there with the <laughs> Alfred Kinsey stuff. But let's just get a little bit more information about how at least the good of now in moving forward is the Institute is defunded by not having your taxpayer dollars anymore. Indiana University's Kinsey Institute has attracted both admiration and controversy over the last 75 years. Its research into sexuality, gender, and sexual health has earned it a spot in the center of a global debate. But a provision in the Indiana state budget finalized this month will block state funding for the Institute. The amendment was introduced by freshman Republican lawmaker Larissa Sweet of Wabash. She alleged without evidence that the Institute's founder, Alfred Kinsey, sexually abused children and insinuated that Kinsey researchers continue to enable child abuse. Could they be hiding child predators? Is this a place, if, if there is any place where Chris Hansen needs to bring to catch a predator, it is Indiana University. Sweet's provision was met with immediate pushback. This amendment is based on old, unproven allegations of conspiracies that did not exist, that did not happen. These are warmed over internet memes that keep coming back. Guys, do oh. your research. Do your research. They're yeah. gaslighting by saying it never happened. This is history, this perversity, what they did to children. There's evidence, it's their own documentation that they were timing with a stopwatch the orgasms of men, women, children, from teenagers all the way down to toddlers to prove that humans are sexual beings and we should have no limits or restraints on sex. He, he truly inspired Hugh Hefner's Playboy. And this guy, I mean, Indiana University, 75 years on their 75th anniversary last year, you know what IU did? They gave him a bronze statue, a Kinsey, a life-size statue. So they're willing to fight for this perversion to remain public and, and to call what abuse and perversion was as research. They're willing to continue to do this. So his promotion of sexual activity at any age truly laid the groundwork in the 1940s for the normalization of adultery, homosexuality, and the transgender movement today, plus rolling out the carpet for pedophilia now. Mm -hmm. Why? Because young children want to be sexual. They're born... This is a, 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 an abuse of God's true word that children are born sexual beings and that's all they want to do is seek pleasure from the earliest age. These are lies and they, their flawed research needs to be called out. And thank God, thank you for all those who are coming forward trying to cut this funding for this for this institute yeah well you had seen in the little video there uh republican representative larissa sweet who is a freshman um god she's bless her yeah she well she she came in and put this amendment back in february and to get it 
like put forth and she commented on Matt Pierce and you saw him and what he says <laughs> about it. Well, yeah. Matt Pierce has been in, he's a politic Democrat state representative from Bloomington who's been there for like 15 or 20 years. And you just see the stark difference between someone who actually comes in to office and cares about children. And then Matt Pierce, who said that uh, this defunding was driven by an alliance of extreme right Republicans and other Republican legislators who fear being defeated in a Republican primary. How many times can you say Republican in one sentence? Three. Uh, This action is part of the culture war being waged by the Republican Party. Okay, there's a fourth one now. Uh, Attacks on Alfred Kinsey and the Kinsey Institute are based on decades-old unproven QAnon-like conspiracy theories that have been circulating on the internet for decades. The alt-right Republicans want to undermine the Kinsey Institute because it uses scientific research of course. to better understand human sexuality, and that undermines extreme Republicans' efforts to push gays and lesbians back into the closet and to make transgender people invisible. It is sad that Republicans, who know better, were unwilling to stand up to the most extreme elements of their party. That entire statement right there says all you need to know about people's hearts and, and actual intent. Yep. This has nothing to do with the Republicans or the Democrats. No. This has to do with our children. Yep. And if you don't actually love our children and you're putting out filth like this, then yes, of course, you're going to probably worship at for the idol that is Kinsey. He pro- this guy probably goes to the statue, bows down to it, and says, yep. thank you, Alfred Kinsey. I hope to meet you in hell one day. This is a worldview war, and it's their side they're willing to stand up and defend sex with no restraints and kinsey one of his things he was trying to show is that it was psychologically harmful to wait until getting married before you had sex that was one of the things he believed by the way when he started his research before he got into indiana university where did he start his research in the attic of his home in indiana which that's horrifically led to what we consider pornography today. He started that before he got funded and before he got famous with his books on sexuality. So this guy is warped. It's a twisted worldview and it's dangerous. But yet you see how the left is willing to defend it. Yeah. Done for now. Good. All right. Well, coming up, Purdue University, one of the top rated campuses when it comes to all things LGBT, it's decided to increase the profile by spending uh, mucho, mucho dollars on a special little crosswalk of theirs. (laughs) Yes, that's that's next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66 percent on pristine quality bedding towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. There is the yellow brick road. You know that, the yellow brick road? That you're supposed to follow? Follow the yellow brick road. Yes. All right. Um, and then there's a rainbow monstrosity that costs $17,000 for students at Purdue University. Again, Indiana. No. Oh. What's going on in your state? Interesting. Anyone from Indiana? Let us know. Uh, the Purdue University student government approved the allocation of $17,000 of funding towards a rainbow crosswalk that will symbolize Purdue's commitment to inclusion. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Is that what it does now? Now, the bill author and the PSG member there, Lillian Ferguson, 
the president pro tempore, ooh, who uses pronouns she and her, uh, <laughs> clarified that the reason for such a high cost is due to the fact that the crosswalk will be constructed out of thermoplastics. Yes, thermoplastics, which can last up to 10 years. The Rainbow Crosswalk will stretch across the intersection of Mitch Daniels Boulevard and Grant Street, according to The Exponent, which is the Purdue University student paper. So it was a vote of 25 to 1 and one abstention. Oh, so that one, gosh. That's I, I don't know who abstained, but that one person who voted against, I applaud you. Kudos. For having some sort of, you know, brain function up well, there. Well, there's one. Because, of course, see, all these college kids are going to be like, a rainbow crosswalk? Yes, I vote for it. Cost $17,000? Who, who cares? cares? Yeah, Not my exactly. money. It's just a number. Seventeen? Okay. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Because as we know, Purdue University is, I mean, five out of five stars. For what, you ask? Oh, Campus Pride. Five out of five stars. So they are a premier campus. Everyone should go there and waste their, uh, well, if you're out of state, you're wasting about $28,000, $29,000. If you're in state, it's about ten grand. you are just throwing away every year. So, so there is a pride index to go yes, along with the DEI yes, crowning. Yes, they have to. Uh, it's all marketing, David. It's all marketing, the, the, as we know. Yeah, this is the most programmed generation in world history. The most programmed, and it starts young, it mm -hmm. starts early, as soon as they can access your children. Yes, and um, this same Purdue University, I mean, they're five out of five stars, remember? <laughs> Last December, the former president. Yes, which one? Not Barack Obama, because that would have been welcomed. It was George W. Bush. He gave a speech on campus, and it was protested, and the students at the time were shouting, racist, sexist, anti anti-gay Mr. Bush go away. Now, I don't know what, to what cadence they were doing it, but racist, sexist, anti-gay Mr. Bush go away. Now that they actually have this crosswalk, you have the perfect location to protest any further and future events. There we go. So that's, that's, that's how they could have proposed this crosswalk. Hey, we have a location for protesting people we don't agree with. That's what we need the $17,000 for. Either way, they got it passed, I guess, so good on them. Now, We've got our latest Babylon Bee headlines coming up, and I would much rather talk about them, so stay right there. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Before we wrap up this show for the day, let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, the Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. Okay, we've picked our favorite, and now we'll decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. Let's start with, in latest gaffe, Biden signs an actual guy named Bill. Next, Biden reassures Americans that someone in his administration is probably doing something about the border. <laughs> Next, Mayorkas heads to border to fire starter pistol 
when Title 42 expires. Next, I got a groan from Katie. Next, one-year-old condemned for appearing in blackface after chocolate cake incident. And finally, Hitler exonerated after footage discovered of him moonwalking on subway. <laughs> it's like, oh, Valon V, what the, yeah. Katie, yeah, some weird one ones this week. Yeah, I'm guessing they wrote the two border ones like together because Biden assuring someone's doing something about the border. Whereas we know Mayorkas was there to do, be the, the pistol, like light it for the yeah. this, uh, starter pistol. That's pretty funny. I like that one just because it's probably true. I mean, they probably did a countdown and everything. It expires in three, two, or would, maybe they would say it in Spanish, but three, two, one, and go. Cross yeah. the border. Just go. Yeah, I, just go yeah, be free. The border, the, the two on the border are tossed up, but I, I'm leaning toward the one about Biden reassuring Americans that someone's doing something. Some, yeah. Uh, he doesn't know exactly what, but they're doing something. I did see a meme about um, the... What, who was it that, that ran, raced down there to help with the paperwork and what they were doing there, vo registering voters at mm. the border? So, which that's, really probably is not a funny meme. It's probably actually true. That's the thing. In, is, in some places. As we continue to talk about Babylon B, he gets these headlines right. The very first one about Biden signing an a guy actual named Bill? guy named Bill, probably going to happen. <laughs> I got to sign Bill. Where's Bill? Where is he? And he'll, just, he'll just probably go. I'm Bill. I'm right, Bill, here. and Give he'll just forehead. sign. All right. Yeah. He'll probably sniff him while he turns around. But oh, anyway. gosh. That's going to wrap it up, and at least for our headlines, and uh, more satire next time, of course. Okay. Well, if you are a fan of this show and you like the funny that you see or you hate the funny that you see, either way, if you could just like and comment and share and do lots of social media-type activities that – is centered around this we'd much appreciate it now for david and myself thank you for watching thank you for listening and thank you for supporting this show yes. until next time stay educated educated is directed and produced by mike menzel hosted by katie petrick and david fiorazzo makeup and hair by katie shoal graphics designed by dan kaler educated is owned by freedom project media See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project media app. Copyright 2023.